What up, son? It's the tale of the tapes. The fuck life. Saying. All right. Let's welcome everybody to the first show. The first show out. We're gonna call this the tale of the tapes. I know some people have been waiting a long time for this. I'm hyped to be here doing the first episode, and I'm definitely honored to have the guest that we have today. Reppin' Jersey, weighing in at 200 pounds with one of the most iconic beards of all time. Rhyming partner for nearly two decades, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Nick Balls. Yay! Nick Balls in the building forms. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure, my brother. Appreciate Always you. A Pre pleasure. Appreciate you getting oh. in here for this, bro. Oh, anytime, any place, anywhere. The distance has never, ever caused a problem with me and you, bro. Uh, makes it even better. So, first and foremost, bro, how's everything with you? Either catch us up with you or introduce yourself or whatever. If you want to say anything to anybody, go ahead and, and do so now, and then we'll get into it. I'm Nick Balls. I'm from uh -huh. South Jersey. All right. I have rapped with Jay Forms for many, many years. We have done many songs, jumped on most of his projects. Correct. Jumped on a bunch of my shit. Truth. Um, Truth. We're like brothers that never should have met. Um, That's a good way to put it, bro. Yeah, I mean, bro, it's all love. It is what it is. Uh, you said, yo, I need you to jump on this shit with me. I'm right here. I'm 100%. always right there. Always. This kid is always, he's never, ever been one of those dudes that fucking says he will do something and doesn't do it. I've always respected that about him. It's one of the main reasons we've probably always stayed in touch. Yeah. I actually had a dream last night, actually, that I just remembered this recently, bro, when I went to, to get all this set up. I had some sort of dream that we were doing this podcast and... <laughs> And there was some type of major like malfunction because we were only doing audio and not video. And there was something that I didn't like consider, and the, the no video like fucked everything up. But I don't, I don't think that was real. So I think we, <laughs> I think we could. Something will probably happen similar to that. It always does, but we'll make it work. hundred percent. All right. So why are we here? What are we doing? Before I speak on hip-hop at all, let me explain for the people who might not know why they're here or what they're tuned into. As far as the name goes with the tale of the tapes, I actually got that idea from a friend. Um, I was originally going to call it something else. I'm a big fan of, of giving credit where it's due, and he's a dope artist in many fashions, so I asked if he had any input or ideas, and he suggested that name. I immediately knew it could work. Um, shouts to Susio, aka Next Wonder from the Dirtbags. Uh, obviously, as most, of, as you know, and most people listening probably know, I'm a big boxing fan. They call the physical measurements of the two fighters the tail of the tape. We grew up in the '90s where everything was cassette tapes. Even still to this day, you probably might call someone's album a tape. Like, yo, let me get the Nick Ball. You know what I'm saying? Let me get the new Nick Balls tape or whatever. Um, so tail of the tapes it is, bro. It just makes too much sense. Um, Love it. So we're going to run with that. All right. Now, before, before I explain what I'm doing with hip-hop, let me start off with the actual history of hip-hop because I'm sure there's going to be people here that either claim to be big hip-hop fans and really don't know what they're talking about or there's probably people here that are just here like either to support me or out of pure curiosity. 
and don't really technically know much about hip-hop. Um, I want to cite some of the sources that I've used for information that I gathered before I start, because um, they've been used not only with the history of hip-hop, but for like discographies, names, uh, rankings, songs, info on artists and albums, and other like random shit. Um, Complex, XXL, Wikipedia, Ranker.com, um, people's features. So, like, for example, if I'm listening to, you know, uh, a Mob Deep song and it's featuring Big Noid and I say, oh, okay, Big Noid, I'm going to go check out him, see if he makes the cut. Um, so that was, you know, people's features, word of mouth and personal experience of me obviously being involved in hip hop in many different fashions for shit, bro. It's nearly, nearly two decades now. Um, so anyway, on with with hip hop. Th most of what I'm about to say right now is from uh, the hip hop page on Wikipedia. So hip hop is a culture and art movement that was created by African Americans, Latino Americans, and Caribbean Americans in the Bronx, New York City. The origin of the name is often disputed, but it's typically accredited to Keith Cowboy, DJ Cool Herc, or Africa Bambata. Hip-hop is characterized by nine elements, of which only four are considered essential to understanding hip-hop musically. Africa Bambata of the hip-hop collective Zulu Nation outlined these main pillars of hip-hop culture, coining the terms rapping, also called emceeing, DJ or turntablism, breakdancing, and graffiti. Other elements of hip-hop subculture and arts movements beyond the main four are hip-hop culture and historical knowledge of the movement, beatboxing, street entrepreneurship, hip-hop language and hip-hop fashion and style, among others. The Bronx hip-hop scene emerged in the mid-70s from neighborhood block parties thrown by the Black Spades, an African-American group that has been described as being a gang, a club, and a music group. Brother and sister duo Clive Campbell, a.k.a. DJ Cool Herc, and Cindy Campbell additionally hosted DJ parties in the Bronx and are credited for the rise in the genre. Hip-hop culture has spread to both urban and suburban communities throughout the United States and subsequently the world. These elements were adapted and developed considerably, considerably particularly as the art form spread to new continents and merged with local styles in the 1990s and subsequent decades. Hip-hop is simultaneously a new and old phenomenon. The importance of sampling tracks, beats, and bass lines from old recordings to the art form means that much of the culture has revolved around the idea of updating classic recordings, attitudes, and experiences for modern audiences. Hip-hop music follows in the footsteps of earlier African-American rooted and Latino musical genres such as blues, jazz, ragtime, funk, salsa, and disco to become one of the most practiced genres worldwide. So that is a little bit of, I mean, listen, bro, this is something that's been going on for over 40 years, which is partially the reason why I wanted to put this out in 2020. Um, Okay. That that being said, that's as brief of a description as I could probably give while trying to cover everything about the subject that we're on. Did you know all of that? Like, was there anything in there that you were like, oh, shit, I didn't know or anything that, like, surprised you or anything you want to add to that about the history of hip hop or anything like that or hip hop I mean, in general? I know bits and pieces. I do know the Bronx is the origin, obviously. Um cool Herc and all that shit I know that shit from where the hell did I learn that shit from I don't know if it was from 
the Combat Jack podcast. Okay, okay. Or if you, did you ever listen to that? Nah, I, 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 not really, bro. I never, you know, I heard a handful of pieces of podcasts, just Joe Budden and Joe Rogan, really, ironically enough. Um, yeah. But, you know, I'm really, I'm, I'm super new to this podcast shit, bro. Um, yeah. But, okay, cool. So, I mean, that's kind of the same as me, I, you know. I, I feel like I, I knew a good amount about hip hop before I started doing this. Um, but you know, there are, there are certain specific details that I definitely have learned a lot more about since I've started doing this. Um, so that's cool. Cause you know, I appreciate the art and the culture and shit like that. So, yeah, definitely. So now as far as getting into what I'm doing with hip hop, I want to talk about how this started this whole thing and this whole idea started because originally i was not intending to really do this like this this evolved over time i don't remember exactly when i told you about what i was doing whether it was when the idea changed or whatever but originally and the re the reason the reason that this happened is because i'm always asked like who i think the best rappers of all time are and you know me, son, me being the deep thinker that I am, I always have like a tough time, bro, giving a definitive answer to this. Like, it's easy for me. I could tell you who my favorite people are easily. I mean, that's, you know, but to argue the best, bro, I kind of wanted like facts or proof, if you will. So I originally just was going to take like 25 people that I just felt were super iconic. Um and go through, you know, their songs or whatever. I, I can't say that I had an exact, like, formula plotted out at this time when I first decided to do it. This was in 2016. Um, I started to realize when I looked at it, like, yo, you're gonna sit here and take up, you know, six months of your time, essentially for nothing, because I'm gonna give you a perfect example right now, bro. My original 25 people that I had that I was gonna do Black Black Thought wasn't in there. And I, I knew when I started doing it that way that things need, needed to change. Um, so I then decided to study and analyze pretty much every song on every album of almost every rapper who is or was in any way noteworthy. Um, artists were researched and songs were listened to not from an opinionated standpoint of I do or don't like this song or this artist or whatever... But from a listener's and an artist's perspective, with all aspects being taken into consideration and being given deep thought and analysis. But I want to I wanna just say, bro, that... And this is... I'm not saying this, bro, like to fucking... You know, to toot my own horn or... Uh, you know, big myself up or like anything like that, bro. But I want to point out that I have certain credentials for this bro now people are going to turn around and say you know what the fuck did you do bro that you have credentials to judge Nas like you know what I'm saying or whatever <laughs> well allow me to explain real quick um first of all I've been listening to hip hop avidly for well well over 20 years um well over 20 years uh, I've been studying this specifically and very, very in-depth for over over three years, going on four now. Um, I love the culture. I love the artistry. I'm very informed on it. I watch a lot of interviews with a lot of people. Um, 
I've been making hip hop music for nearly 15. Oh, it's actually, it's at least 15 years now. It's probably exactly 15 years. Um, I've been writing for longer than that, but I've actually been in the studio putting out work for 15 years. Um, I also attended IAR, the Institute of Audio Research in Manhattan. Um, took many courses from, you know, MIDI, beat making, um, you know, piecing together sound systems, um, the business of music, uh, you know, actual music classes, learning how to read music. Um, so I, I, you know, again, I'm not trying to toot my own horn or be a dick, but I do have, you know, over two decades of, of good credentials here um, to where I look at it as a scenario of, you know, you got guys in sports, bro, to where they were never able to really physically dominate in that sport. You know, maybe they hardly made it or didn't make it at all. Or maybe they, you know, they were an average player and then, you know, they grow up to become a coach and they're one of the greatest coaches of all time. Um, yeah. They understood what was going on. You know what I'm saying? And they were able to to put that knowledge into the people who were able to do it. Um so I kind of look at it like that. Not that I'm not that I'm better than all these people or anything, but I do feel that, you know, I've earned my stripes in in this in this bro in in many different fashions. So I want to point out that I would love to do something like this with other genres. Like hip hop is not the only thing that I listen to, bro. But I can't sit there. And judge somebody's guitar playing because I don't know how to play the guitar. Yep. So you may have a tune that's a number one hit and a guitar player may turn around and tell me, ah, that song is shit. A fucking three-year-old could play that guitar riff. I don't, I don't know that. I don't know how simple or hard that guitar riff is. All I know is whether I like the way it sounds or not. Now you could have another song or another person who nobody in the world knows and they're able to do this crazy shit with a guitar, bro, that no other fucking human being could ever do and hit these difficult notes that, you know, because in a split second he has to get his pinky from the base of the guitar up to the, you know, up to the top of the guitar, a guitarist will tell you, fuck, man. That's impressive that he fucking can hit that like nobody else can hit that. I don't know that about other genres or instruments or, you know, or, you know, certain things that people are hitting with their voice and singing. So I can't do that. As far as rap, bro, I understand this shit. I understand these rhyme schemes of A, B, B, A or, you know, A, A, B, 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 A. Um, there's so many things, bro, that factor into the technicality of this that a lot of people don't look at that I feel like I do have the credentials to maybe not judge you as far as like, you know, I'm better than you and you suck type of thing, which I told you I'm not doing, but just to lay out the the basic black and white math of it. Hey, listen, what you're doing is super simple. Your bars are always one syllable rhymes or your bars only always have one rhyme in them or whatever it is. Um, you know, these are black and white things, bro, that, that I know of and I can I have firsthand experience and I can speak on. So I just wanted to point that out that it's not me being a dick. It's not me putting something down. It's not me being biased. It's just something that I've been involved so deeply and so heavily in for such a long time that 
I do know what the fuck I'm talking about. And I'm sure, bro, I'm sure people are still going to come at me with that statement anyway of who the fuck are you to, you know, to judge Jadakiss and Nas and whatever. But, I, you know, I just want to put that out there that I'm not just some random motherfucker who has no idea what the fuck he's talking about turning around saying, well, this guy got a 6.32, like. Um, there's a method to the madness. Uh, a deep, intricate method, but there's a method to the madness. Um, and I'm fucking really intrigued and excited as a fan, bro, to see where some of these people finish. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, there's been some shocking ones already, bro. Uh, oh, fuck. You know, as far as being up high or being down low, there's been some shocking ones. Um, some that I'm not particularly happy with. Uh, but I mean, that's the fucking, that's the joy of doing this thing, bro, is that from now on, when people ask me, hey, who's your top five? And I say to them, do you want my favorite or do you want the best? I'm going to have two answers to give them. Um, and I'm excited for it, bro. And I, I, I'm open to anybody who would like to come on the show and debate, like I said, individual subject scores and and things like that that you know or my my synopsis of each guy that you would like to debate specific things totally fine just don't come at me with emotions and opinions of yeah this guy's number one and you got him at 39 like no he's definitely not number one <laughs> gotcha. so i got you keep in mind that all category scores are based on an overall of the artist's entire career so you can't, if somebody was trash, bro, and they have like an amazing album or they got better or vice versa, you can't just come to me and say like, yo, this is, this, this dude is a legend. Listen to this album. Yeah. But the other nine ones are garbage. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case is, bro. I'm, you know, I'm just trying to make a point. Um, so everything that's, that's in here is, is a total, is a, you know, a total of everything that everybody has done. Um, it's not in their prime. It's not at their peak. It's not about just the good shit or just the bad shit. Um, which is, again, partially the reason that I wanted to do this. I wanted to be able to... I don't want to turn around and say to you, Yo, um, you know, Big L or Pun or whoever. Or even somebody that's way more underground than that, bro. Somebody that had a lot less commercial success. You know, hey, this dude is the greatest rapper ever. Listen, listen to these fucking words. And then you turn around and say to me, all right, yeah, the dude's dope. He could spit, but he can't make a fucking song or an album or he never, you know, he never went, he never even went platinum. How the fuck is he the greatest of all time? You got guys like LL Cool J or whoever out here, you know, breaking all these records and setting, you know, setting the bar for hip hop. And you're going to turn, turn around and tell me a dude that never even went gold is the greatest. <laughs> you know, but this, bro, you know this. Being around hip hop, how often does this shit go on, bro? It's opinions left and right. So I wanted to incorporate everything, bro. I wanted everything to be incorporated. The <laughs> And now the category, we're going to get into the categories and the formulas and the rules and all that shit a little bit later. But the categories that I picked are basically the five things that you, they're kind of like blanket categories to where any other things that you could really say to me, well, what about this? And what about this? It, it's going to fat Exactly. It will fall under one of those five things in, okay. in one way, shape, or form. Um, okay. Off the bat, bro, I want to be clear that 
this has taken and is still taking i've been doing it for three years and i'm not even halfway through this has taken a lot of time and effort and i want to state that it's very possible that very slight mistakes are made or things have been kind of forgotten or overlooked but if i'm stern on something there's a reason why <laughs> It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not my opinion or me being biased. If I'm if I have facts to back something up and I'm stern on it, I, there, there's a reason why. Um any to me, bro, any to me any numerical discrepancy that somebody could have is going to is going to result in such a small change in placement, bro, that I I I won't really argue with that. So like for example, you know, if I turn around and I say to you, you know, or we're discussing one person, whoever it may be, um, let's say it's, you know, Will Smith or Andre 3000 or something. And, uh, you know, I, I turn around and I say this and you're like, bro, you got fucking, you know, uh, you know, Andre 3000 out of, out of six lyrically or something like that. If you, what, what, what do you want to say, bro? You want to put him at a six and a half? You want to put, you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. That's fine. Don't turn around and tell me somebody is a nine and I got him as a two. You know, you, know, you know what I'm saying? So the point that I'm trying to make is that there's so many people involved in this and the margin for error is so small, bro. The things that are separating people is is a point zero one. We're doing, we're doing three decimal places here. So... The margin for error is really small, bro. So when you take something like that, you're talking about a half a point here or a point there or this or that, you know, divided by five at the end of the day. That's cool, bro. You want to move that guy up 10 slots or you want to move that guy down 10 slots or whatever. That's totally fine. I won't argue with that. But don't tell me the guy that I got in 59th is two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's kind of the direction that I'm trying to go with this is that. The things that I'm doing here, bro, are are based off of certain things. It's not me liking or disliking something. There was so many times that I loved listening to somebody and then they, you know, I'm through like a hundred and something people now and then they finish like 83rd and I'm like, wow, I don't even like want to put this guy there. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is, bro. Um, I'm trying to be as objective as humanly possible in this. Um, I also want to stress that this is just about being a rapper or an MC. This is not, I don't, and again, I'm not attacking anybody. I'm just trying to lay out what the ground rules for my shit are so that people understand where I'm coming from in getting the numbers that I got. I don't want somebody to turn around and say to me, like like JD, JD is a good example. I haven't gotten up to him yet, um, but or maybe Timbaland, somebody like that, where you can turn around and say, uh, you know, this guy's impact on hip-hop was a nine and a half. Well, as a producer, maybe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But as a rapper, okay. maybe not so much. Now, I'm not saying that... Well, Timberland would be an example of something like You know that. what I'm saying? Now, I'm not going to say that what Timberland has done for hip-hop is not going to factor into his impact score overall at all. It is. But so is his result as a rapper. So, okay. so if he's maybe let's say a nine as impact on a, on a producer and he's a five as an impact as a rapper maybe he gets a seven you know what I'm saying yeah. so it, it's it's gonna be everything is gonna be involved and incorporated but there's not really you can't just point this because somebody made a lot of hit records on their beats that I gotta throw them way up there as a rapper um, okay. so also 
now the, the these lists have grown obviously over time bro more people are gonna gonna come out um this this may be almost an, an ever going thing or i may have to you know call it quits at a certain point or a, a certain decade or something like that i i don't know we'll see what goes on i know this podcast is probably going to be going for at least five years and at, and at that point i'll have been doing this study for nearly 10 years so it's going to go on for a while now just because somebody didn't make the cut that does not necessarily mean that they're worse. Now, for example, let's say that I have 425 dudes that qualified in my study. Just because someone didn't make the cut doesn't mean that I'm starting them at 426. Yeah, obviously. But what I'm trying to say is that there is a formula that I had that I used that I'll get into later that I feel like if you didn't get a certain score on this formula... It was almost mathematically impossible for you to finish anywhere above 200. And there's got to be a line drawn somewhere. So I deemed you, you know, for lack of better words, I'm not trying to say this to be a dick. I deemed you not worth doing at that point. Okay. Um, like I said, we'll get into the formula of what, of what it is, you know, to make the cut later. But uh, I want to say, bro, that none of this is intended in any way to put any artist down or turn any fans or artists away from from them or anything like that i simply wanted almost like a robotic approach bro of you know a mathematical formula to where it's it's generally kind of unarguable where it's like all right yeah i mean technically you know that is what it is so it's not i'm not trying to shit on anybody that like i said there's people in the did not make the cut list that i love that i listen to all the time um, really? Yeah, I mean. Give me an example of that. Uh, here, let me look, bro. Let me look at. I'll look at the list right now, and let's see. There's also people that were left out, um, and that's due to lack of info on the person, or no official albums, or they didn't write their own lyrics, or something like that. Dr. Dre, bro, I would have loved to fucking do Dr. Dre. He didn't write his rhymes, so. Um, and when it comes to that, bro. I apologize because there's no way to really fully get to the bottom of this, but I cannot go off of accusations. I cannot go off of people telling me, ah, you know, you know, Nas wrote a lot of Will Smith's rhymes. Well, listen, bro, I've looked in on that particular scenario. Nas says he didn't write a lot of Will Smith's lines. Ah, you know, well, you know, some people are paid to keep it under the table. You're actually, you're right. I agree. Some people are paid to keep it under the table. It does happen, but... If Will Smith has writer's credits on every one of his songs and Nas says that he didn't write any of them, I cannot exclude Will, Will Smith off of a fucking random statement that somebody's telling me or, or an accusation that people have out there. Um, so I had to go by what I can find, bro. That's what I wanted this based on. I wanted it based on facts. Those are, you know, those are the facts with that. But somebody that didn't make the cut, bro, that I listened to, I mean, obviously there is some really, really horrible fucking people on uh, the did not make the cut list. And I want to I wanna say this now while we're talking about the did not make the cut list. This is probably the single most gray area in my entire study. The reason I'm saying that is because I'm only listening to a song or two to judge if somebody made the cut or not. It's not entirely based off of lyrics, 
but they're not being given that big of a chance. Okay, it, it is what it is. I'm typing in their name and I'm listening to what comes up. Now, they didn't make the wait. I would be open to if somebody turns around and tells me, bro, what are you fucking kidding me? You got so and so on, you did not make the cut list. That right there makes your podcast lose all credibility. I'll, I'll take that into consideration and I will go and listen to an entire album of that person or that group and I will make a better judgment. I have no problem doing that. Because this, this is a gray area. And I also don't mind if anybody, including yourself, wants to recommend people that maybe I don't know of that you think should be involved in this. Totally open for any of that. But right now, this is how the, the Do Not Cut list stands. Um, for example, um, some of the outlaws, bro. I like the Outlaws. I listen to the Outlaws. I fuck with the Outlaws. Um, most of them, I think there was maybe one or two of them that did make the cut, but most of them didn't. Um, there's probably other people, bro. It's 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 a pretty long list. I mean, between the did not make the cut, the people that did make it, and the people that were left out because of either not writing their rhymes or whatever the case is, it's probably about a thousand names right here in front of me, bro. What? Yeah, so I mean, for me to go through it and pick people out would probably take a bit, but there's people on there, trust me. Um, and, and bro, if at any point, you know, not even during this conversation, but at any point that we have a chat about this and, and you're like, bro, you didn't include so-and-so, I think you're I think you're dead wrong for that. Go back and re-listen to him. Let me know, bro, because I'll do it. Like I said, that, that area is a gray area and I'm open to... <laughs> to suggestions for that. There's all the areas that I deem very black and white and I'm not going to listen to anybody's nonsense about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, okay. Okay, so I want to touch a little bit, bro, and I'm I'm sure you can, you can vouch for me on this. I want to touch a little bit, bro, about all these fucking lists that have been coming out, son, because not that nobody ever had a list before, but... You, you probably noticed, this happens to me a lot, bro. A lot. So much so to the point that it's, a, it's actually weird that I wonder sometimes if I'm living in, like, the fucking Truman Show. Um, and it's actually a topic that I want to make a song about. I get these ideas, bro, and then they just happen in real life. Like, other people just start doing them, and they take off, and it's strange. It's... It's partially like a wake-up sign where I'm like, yo, maybe you need to act quicker or act better or whatever the case is. But it, it is really fucking weird, bro, how many things I come up with. And and not only that they happen, but they happen very close to, to right when I thought of it. So, like, within a couple of months of me coming up with the idea... I mean, bro, I came up with this idea in 2016, and I can't tell you not only how many lists I've seen, like, celebrities and random people on Facebook posting that I didn't fucking see nobody really posting their lists, like, before that. Um, not only am I seeing people posting them and shit, but the attention that these people's lists are getting and shit is crazy. So it's like, yo, I'm, I'm, you guys took no time and no effort and you based your list on, and I'm, bro, I'm not knocking anybody's fucking list. Everybody's entire. Some of them were trolls, though. Every, you're right. You're 100% right. Some of them were. Um, now, I'm not trying to knock anybody's list that was being serious. Um, everybody's got their opinion. I would never argue with somebody's opinion. But that's what those lists are, bro. Um, my cousin, for example, will tell you, because he's an honest person, um, 
the Nelly album. What it doesn't even uh, it doesn't even matter. Whatever whatever album. It, yes, Country Grammar. There you go. That's the album. Okay. That album for him is one of the first hip hop albums that he ever like kind of listened to and liked, and it has a sentimental value for it. He'll tell you it sucks, but he loves it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. It, with these lists, bro, it's a little bit frustrating to watch somebody put out a list that's based off of nothing but their opinion and their sentimental value that they place on certain artists, and it gets all this attention, of, and then people want to argue and shit, but there's no basis for anything that anyone's really saying in these lists. Like, no studying went into these lists, hardly any facts are ever presented when these lists come out. Not even any explanations or anything. It's just a list of names. You know what yep. I'm saying? I just feel like if that's what we're going to do, that's cool, bro. I in no way shape or, or form do I mind seeing what anybody's list of their favorite rappers are, especially other rappers. I love to hear shit like that. I would love to hear what Joe Budden or Eminem or whoever what their favorite rappers are. That's great. But if we're going to talk about our favorite rappers, nobody needs to be arguing about that shit. Just let them have their favorite rappers and it is what it is. A, a best list to me is a different story. And to my knowledge, I don't really know anybody. I could be wrong, bro. This could have happened before or it could be currently happening right now. But I don't know of anybody that has done anything that is this in-depth as what I'm doing right now and shit. And put, you know, this much time and, and facts and shit. Um, so, I mean, unless somebody can show me one of those, I'm going to deem my fucking list to be the only one that holds any weight. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also want to touch on really quick how there is it again, I'm going to be as honest as I possibly can on this. There is admittedly a little bit of bias that goes into this and I'm going to tell you where it is now. For example, if you take me and you say, okay, rewind your life, start it over, you're the same person, yada, yada, you restart your life in California or whatever. You could give me any fucking example, Florida, whatever. Um, now, if I'm doing this objectively, I can say to you with confidence that I believe that my list, no matter where I grew up, would be identical to the way that my list is now, except for one thing. The one thing that would be different is local people. Because okay. I, bro, listen, I, I probably don't really know of many local people in California that aren't pop, you know, um, yeah. popular. Bro, there could be somebody right now in California that gets, you know, six plays a year on their YouTube page and is literally one of the sickest rappers of all time. Um, I, there's nothing I could do about that. I, unless somebody presents that person's name to me or whatever the case is, there's really nothing I could do about that. There's also nothing I could do about the fact of the people that I do know. If I know you and you have an album, then I'm including you. Now, if I grew, in, grew up in California, I probably wouldn't know you. You know what I'm saying? So you wouldn't be. But aside from that, bro, and I just wanted to include these people that I do know because, you know, at the end of the day, you can interchange them with your local people if you want to. If somebody from California is listening to this and they want to trade out SIG for, you know, whoever they know, that's totally cool. You know, go right ahead. That That's so I just want to put that out there that 
Because I, I, I know people are going to, oh, you, you got fucking Sig at fucking 73? Get the fuck out of here. Like, you know, well, listen, I know Sig. So, you know what I mean? So I know him and I know his albums. You know, a lot of people don't. But, I mean, it is what it is. The kid does make music and I know about it. So I, I'm going to include it. Um, you know, I don't want to just fucking leave people out of it because, well, you know, you didn't, you didn't quote unquote make it. I mean, even especially in today, bro, we're in 2020, you, you know, you could make it tomorrow, bro. You could put something up on YouTube right now. It could go viral tomorrow and you could quote unquote make it. So, I mean, yeah. you know, that, you know, I don't really want to get too fucking into the local shit, but if I know you, you're, in, you know, and you got an album, you're included. If not, I, you know, feel free to recommend people. There's nothing else I really could do about that. Um, yeah. Now, I want to say this for people that, and I, and I know this is going to happen, bro. When I when I really decided to fully one hundred percent go through with this, I had to I had to take a deep breath, bro, and I had to I had to make like a mental note in my head because I'm telling you right now, bro. This this is gonna get a lot of flax on. This is gonna get a lot a lot of shit. Um, and I I wanna I wanna get this out in the open before we even you know, get into doing people on my podcast. I'm not really interested in debating and just debating where someone finished. I don't, I'm really, I won't even have the argument with anybody. If you're going to sit here and you're going to tell me, bro, you got fucking Will Smith at 33. Get the fuck out of here. Your list is, is irrelevant. I'm not even taking your list seriously anymore, bro. I, that's just a reaction, you know what I'm saying? That's your initial reaction, and it's based off of off of emotion. And I, I'm just not really interested in that. <laughs> now, I just want to say that if we're going to debate anything, let's look at the facts in the notes. that I, I've written down notes on everybody, bro. The, the, the rhyme style that they use, uh, just everything, bro. I've just written down notes on everybody. So if you want to debate individual subject scores with me, like, yo, I don't know. I don't think LL Cool J should be a five and a half lyrically. All right, what do you think he should be? I'll debate that with you, bro. But don't just sit there and tell me Will Smith shouldn't be at, the, you know, whatever the fuck he's at. Well, tell me why. Let's talk about maybe you're, maybe you're aware of something that I'm not. Um, and you know, feel free to inform me. Let's talk about the lyric score. Let's talk about this score, that score, you know, whatever. And we could come to a conclusion where we could, you know, we could either agree to disagree or come to an agreement somewhere or whatever. Um, but you know, I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and argue with somebody who's just going to throw their emotion at me and say, you know, fucking Will Smith doesn't belong there. Or this guy, you know, this guy doesn't belong that low. Um, you know, so that's that. Um, Basically, I just want to say too, bro. Um, I want everybody to understand that this is this is like an ever this is an ever changing thing. Um, once a month, I'm gonna go over, you know, at like the end of the end of a show or whatever. Once a month, I'm gonna go over the people that I've done and where they are because as this goes on, bro. Um, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna continue to go, bro. Everything's gonna change. People are gonna come out with new albums. New artists are gonna come out. Um, so these scores that I'm giving right now are not 100% concrete. I'm sure they won't change much because there's so much material that goes into these scores that you know one more new album or whatever is is not gonna move somebody up 40 slots or anything like that. Um, you know, but 
you never know, bro. There could be somebody out that I did in here that only had one or two albums, and by the time I'm done with this podcast, they have five or six, and maybe that does make you know a hell of a difference. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to say it's it's an ever changing thing. So you or anybody else listening or that wants to be on or whatever, join me for the ride. Uh, I've been doing it three years dolo so far, but feel free to hop along for the ride now. Um, yes. Now. Okay, the format in which I'm doing this has also changed a couple of times. Uh, I didn't really know exactly what I was going to do originally, but I was leaning towards a book. And me and you have talked about how if I did a book, the book would be obsolete as soon as an album came out after my book came out. Because then all my numbers would be, you know, down the drain and it would be, all right, well, that's what it used to be and nobody would really give a fuck anymore. Um... Now, also, when I decided to do the podcast, I originally was going to do it in numerical order starting from the bottom. So whoever came in last, I was going to start with them, and then I was going to work my way to number one. But I realized I can't do that because if the shit is ever going right now, and someone I'm doing now or someone I'm going to do in the future does really bad and finishes behind where I am now, then the order is all out of whack. So I'm going to do it. I, I'm, I'm going to cover the artists in the same fashion that I listen to them. So we're not going to get into we're not going to get into doing any artists this week. This is just the introduction. I want to talk about the formula and all the things that we have talked about already. There's not going to be enough time to do people on this one. Um, but I believe next week the first um, artists will be the Sugar Hill Gang and Curtis Blow. That's who we're going to cover next week. Now, with all that said, let's get... Now, this is this is where shit's going to get crazy, bro. <laughs> this is where shit's going to get crazy. So, I want to go over the formulas and the math and scoring and the rules of the entire thing. Um, let me just tell you the five categories. I'll tell you what the five categories are, and then I'll get into more depth about each one specifically after I tell you what they are. But... Feel free, bro. Please feel free to ask any questions that you think I didn't cover or something that you have or you don't understand or whatever at any point because I want everyone listening to be as clear on this system as possible. Okay. It is a fucking black and white mathematical system where I believe everything is covered. So feel free to ask away, bro. Gotcha. Okay. The five categories are lyrics... Albums, songs, impact, and originality. Okay? Those are the five things that each person is going to be given a score in. Like I said earlier, I feel that every aspect of someone doing something can fall into one of those categories. Um, Is there anything there before I explain to you that you think I'm leaving out or you don't understand why I'm I'm incorporating that into my study? Because then I'll explain to you how it is incorporated in those five things and how I judged it. You know what I'm saying? You you want to hear? That's what I was going to say. You want to hear it again? Yeah. Lyrics. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you have to include lyrics. Albums. Now, obviously, I'm going to explain to you how these albums, these these that, things are scored. Would that be mixtapes, EPs? We're we're going to get into all of that, bro. Of work, we'll get like, in we'll get into all of that. Trust me. Um, okay. Songs, 
impact on hip hop and originality. Okay. Now, if yeah, there's if there's nothing off the top of your head, I'll get into them, and then if you have any discrepancies, you can let me know. I mean, bro, it's pretty cut and dry. There's yeah. Five standard things. Um, everyone should have a score to go along with each thing. So yeah, I, I like them. All right, cool. Okay, let's get into lyrics. Okay, the lyric score is based on a scale of 1 to 10. Now, I tried to mathematically have everything be on a scale of 1 to 10. There's going to be very different variations of things. You can even get minus scores in certain categories. Um, there, Each category you know, has a different amount of decimal places that's counted depending on you know whatever. But at the end of the day, they're all going to try to be based on a 1 to 10 thing. So based on a scale of 1 to 10, bro, you know... Bars, punchlines, metaphors, stories, originality, concepts, difficulty, consistency, topics, all this shit. All this shit is going into lyrics. Okay? Now, you could give half scores, you know, five and a half or whatever, but we're not, in my study, we're not getting anything into anything crazy. There's not going to be no 5.12 is his lyrical score. It's a five or it's a five and a half. Now, understand in saying that, that there's going to be 400 plus people that are squeezed into a scale of 1 to 10. So there's going to there's going to be a lot of ties. Um and there's going to probably be people that are tied lyrically, right? Where you may turn around and say, "Ah, you know, I think so and so is a little better than this guy lyrically." Now, what I will say to that is you might be right. But I feel like the margin is so small that he may be a tiny little bit better than the other dude that has a six also, but he's a tiny bit worse than the dude that has a six and a half. So he's where he belongs. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that everybody that got a seven in my thing is exactly identical lyrically, but they're, they're right there, bro. And they're in the column that they belong is the point that I'm trying to make. Now, let's move on to albums. This is going to start getting complicated now. Okay. Each album is judged individually. Okay? Every song on the album is going to be given a score between 0 and 3. 3 is the best. 0 is the worst. And that score is based on every factor that a song can possibly have incorporated into it, bro. Everything. This is where I told you earlier, I don't want to hear, yeah, but this guy broke records. Yeah, but this guy is good lyrically. Okay? This is going to incorporate the success of the song, the popularity, the notoriety, the lyrics, the hook, the features, if any, the originality of the song, the deepness of the song, the meaning of the song, all that type of shit, bro. So there's a million different ways that you could have a bad song or a great song. It, yeah. it, it doesn't have to be murdered lyrically. It doesn't have to be a, a popular song. There's many different ways to get these scores. Okay. So, now, this is these these wordings that I'm going to use for you right now are just, just me calling things things, bro. They really, the words that I'm going to use really have no, like, bearing on, on any scores or anything. Right. A three, and for my study purposes, I'm using the term great. That's a great song. But doesn't really matter. Call it what you want. Fact is, it's worth three points. 
And that's 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 one reason that it's important. I'll get into another reason why it's important in just a minute. A two is I'm calling a good song, and it's worth two points for each good song. A, a one is an average song. Feel free to swap the word average with whatever the hell you want. Um, the score, it, it, this is the score that I would say most songs get, hence the term average, obviously. Um, and it's worth one point. A zero is a weak song, and you get no points for any of your weak songs. Okay? The total number, now now keep in mind we're talking about albums individually here. The total number is added up and then divided by the number of songs on the album. You got what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay? And then that will give you your album score. Okay. So let's say you have an album with 10 songs. You have one great song. That's three points. You have two good songs. That's four plus the three is seven. And then you have seven average songs. That's seven points. That's a 14 divided by 10. Your album's a 1.4. Okay. Okay. So that's how that works. Now, any album that ranks 2.1 or higher will be considered in this study what we love to call the term a classic album. I've been extremely stingy with this, bro. I've probably gone through over 1,200 albums, and there's, and I've probably scored 10 classic albums. Really? So it's very difficult to get an album ranking of 2.1 or higher. I wanted it to be very difficult. Um, they're, they're there. People are getting them. Um, so now all the albums will then be added up. So before we said 1.4. So let's say he's, you know, we got 10 albums, 1.4, 1.1, 1.2, whatever, right? All the albums will then be added up and divided by the number of albums. That number will then be multiplied by 3.3. The reason why, the reason why is because that's a third of 10. Okay, so whatever that number is, let's say you only had one album, it was a 1.4. You take 1.4, you times it by 3.3. That's your album score. Overall. Your, your, you know, the one album was a 1.4, which on my terms is a good album. Uh, we'll get into those numbers in a little bit. But your overall album score is going to be whatever 1.4 times 3.3 is. And that number is going to be rounded to the nearest hundredth. So there's two de two decimal places on that. So here, let me use that one that I just gave you as an example. We'll do 1.4 times 3.3 equals 4.62. Now, listen. For each classic album, that artist will be given one bonus point to their total score of all five categories added up to then be divided by the number of categories, which is five. And that's gonna give your, your, your final rating. The final rating is when I send you those pictures of that list and you see, you know, 3.71 or whatever next to that guy and he's in, you know, 67th place, that number is his final rating. Okay, any album that is less than 25 total minutes in length will not have the opportunity to qualify as a classic album. Okay? Oh, 
I'm gonna get into that later. There's there's an actual real reason why in, in music terms. Um, and I, I will get into that in a minute, but just know that anything that's not 25 minutes or longer, you're not gonna get that point for the, the classic album. If you're if if your album score, if you have let's say you know an EP with four songs and it's 20 minutes long, and your album score is a 2.3, you're still gonna have that 2.3 factored into your album score, but you're not gonna get the extra point for a classic album. Okay. All right. Um, now let's move into the songs category individually. Okay. Take the total number of songs that the artist had, and then you're going to take the percentage of great songs and the percentage of weak songs, and you're going to subtract the percentage of weak songs from the percentage of great songs. So basically, what you're trying to find out is how many songs did this guy, because, you know, average songs, good songs, everybody has them. I haven't gone through anybody out of 125 people so far that hasn't had a good and an average song. Everybody has them. Just it is what it is, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to know where the difference is because you may have a person like, uh, and I'm not singling this guy out. I'm, I'm just trying to use, you know, an example off the top of my head, like a Bismarcky or, you know, maybe like a Vanilla Ice or somebody that has this huge song. And you're going to point to that huge song as, you know, he had fucking Ice Ice Baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but how many songs did he put out that you'd be embarrassed to let somebody hear? You understand what I'm saying? If he put out Ice Ice Baby, now I'm not saying Ice Ice Baby is a great song because I, 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 don't, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I don't think it technically was in this study, but I'm just trying to use an example. If you want to say that that was his one great song, if he had 17 songs that were so bad that you as a fan of Vanilla Ice wouldn't even want to let anyone hear, oh he, he did more damage than he did good. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So... If if ten percent of his songs are great and forty percent of his songs are weak, it's gonna be a minus thirty. But you're gonna move the decimal place over one because again we're trying to keep it on a scale of one to ten. Okay. So right there, if that was the case, his song score would be minus three. Whoa. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Now we're going to move on to the impact section. We kind of talked a little bit about this before. I'll touch on it again. Also based on a scale of 1 to 10, this is the artist's overall general impact in the hip-hop community as a rapper. Accomplishments, firsts, setting or breaking records and or trends, all this type of shit. Um, you know, coining phrases, just, you, you know what I'm saying, bro, an impact on the hip-hop game, whatever it may be. Um... Having people take lines, beats, samples, ideas, and styles from you, all that type of shit, that constitutes as a big, a big impact as far as the music is concerned. Without you, some of these other people might not have even existed or had that lingo that they had or that sound that they had. You know what I'm saying? These, these are the type of things. High scores in this category are for you universally known hip-hop legends or royalty, if you will, and for people that have had a large number of things taken or borrowed from them. Okay. Um, same thing as the other shit, like where you can give half scores, seven and a half or whatever, but we're not getting crazy on these numbers. Um, now, originality. Again, based on a scale of one to ten, 
This category includes everything about the artist, bro. Everything. Have they taken a lot of lines or ideas or sampled from other artists? Their fashion, how they carry themselves, their style, their lines, their song topics, their delivery, their voice, um, all this shit. All, all goes into originality. You got people like ODB and people like that that you clearly know were super original. We're not talking about how good they were lyrically. Originally, they were crazy. Um, you, you know, some people are not as original with their sound as, say, like an ODB. But, um, you know, somebody like like a Master Ace, for example, or a KRS-One, who they have these crazy song ideas, bro. Like the things that they make songs about, you know what I'm saying, are crazy. Um, all that shit factors into originality, bro. Okay. Now... Those are the five categories. And then, like I said, you're going to get your final rating, okay? The, the total score is those categories added up. But the final rating is the number that we're looking on that we're going to rank people. To get to the final rating, just to go over this really quick, you're going to have your lyric score plus your album score plus your song score plus your impact score plus your originality score plus the number of classic albums you had, which gives you your total score. You're gonna then take your total score and divide it by five, which is the number of categories there are. Gotcha. That's gonna give you your final rating. So the classic album thing is not a category, it's just a bonus point, you can either get it. So, you know, if their lyrics, album, songs, impact, and originality adds up to a 15 and they had two classic albums, they're going to get 17 divided by five now. Okay. See what I'm saying? It's just kind of like a bonus point of like, yo, this dude had fucking four classic albums. That's got to count for something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, now, all right, let me touch a little bit on, we, we touched a little bit on it before. Let me touch a little bit on people that were left out. Okay, um, people were either left out. Now, this is, again, this is another thing that's going to be ongoing. There might be somebody right now who is buzzing on the internet, you know, that hasn't come out with an album yet or whatever the case is. And when I get to them in three years or four years, they got two albums and they're fucking huge. So this is not, these people that are on the left out list, none of this shit is set in stone. Anything could change. Um, but people were either left out due to like, Lack of info, um, you know, no qualified or, or you know, uh, official albums, um, maybe maybe specific genres, like maybe certain people. Bro, I can't tell you how many people I've had, they turn around and say, what about so-and-so? And I go look into this dude and he's not even a rapper. <laughs> like, bro, it's it has to be hip-hop, um, you know, specific genres or because they didn't write their own lyrics. Um now, also, bro, I have to point out that there had to be, again, I had to draw a line somewhere, bro. Um, some of the lines that I drew here with the left out uh, category are rappers rapping in other languages. Bro, I'm sure that there are plenty of dope rappers in Germany and wherever that don't speak English. I gotta draw a line, bro. I don't understand the language. Um, it is what it is. This is what I'm doing. This is another another part 
of my study where you could say there's a little bit of bias that really can't be helped there's nothing that could be done about it um any rappers outside of north america so i'm not doing england i understand that language language but i you know i'm sorry it's it's not included in my thing if you if you're outside of north america you're excluded from my study um i had also cut out religious subgenres bro and this one kind of bothers me a little bit because I, I probably am one of the least religious people you'll ever meet, but there are some religious rappers that are really fucking dope. Um, I really wanted to include Lecrae in this. He's awesome. Um, Andy Mineo is dope. Uh, the reason that I had to cut these out, bro, is because it would not be fair to these rappers. I'm going to be unable to give them any credit in certain areas because they're always rapping about God. Yeah. So they're going to lose so many points, bro, for certain things that really is of no fault to their own because they're not just hip hop artists. They're religious artists. And I, I just, you know, I had, I had to cut that, bro. I couldn't, I couldn't get into all of that because it just, I feel like it just would have opened such a can of worms. It would have took away so much from that artist that I, I just don't deem it to be fair. Um, so now, I just wanted to tell you about what the formula is as far as people not making the cut. Um, this is the same as everything else, bro. This could obviously... This these list of people could obviously change at any time, um, and you'll you'll see why in a second when I tell you what the formula is. Now I told you earlier, I was explaining how there are a very small amount of areas that do have some bias in this. That's to really to no fault of anyone's, um, and how there are some gray area. And I pointed out that this area is probably the grayest area of my podcast, and that's just basically simply due to time constraints bro um okay. you know i'm trying to get as much of this done as i can uh it's super difficult and it's super time consuming so when it comes to having somebody make or not make the cut it's kind of been it's kind of been a quick process um okay. basically only just listening to the first song or two that that pops up for them and what you have is I'm giving somebody a lyric score and an impact score. Okay. If those two numbers don't add up to at least 10, I'm not doing the person. Really? Because I just feel, and like I said, bro, if there's anybody that's on my did not make the cut list or there's somebody that somebody brings up to me and they're like yo how could you not do this person yada yada i'll reevaluate them um okay. but i just wanted to point out what the formula is and and why some people are or aren't making the cut so you probably have some really dope lyricists and i've never heard their name before um uh -huh. You know, and I start looking them up and there's really hardly any info on them or whatever the case is and it's like all right well i mean you know, the dude's obviously going to get a low impact score. Um, oh, yeah. Uh -huh. You know, so if I'm giving him a four and he's a five and a half lyrically, he's not making it. Now, if it's a four on the impact score, but the dude is fucking crazy with his words and, and he's an eight lyrically, he's good to go. Okay. Or, or vice versa. Maybe somebody like ODB or something who really is not a dope lyricist, but the dude clearly had a tremendous impact in the game. I'm not going to leave him out 
just because he doesn't rap the same way that everybody else does. You know what of I'm saying? Of course, of course, of course. I got you. So I just okay, want people... Start, starting to make a little bit more sense now. Yeah, I just want people to understand like where that line is being drawn and that, and that in this particular scenario, it is being drawn kind of swiftly and quickly, but I would be willing to reevaluate anybody if people had an issue and, you know, I'll take it from there. Yeah, it sounds, I mean, it sounds good, bro. It sounds real good. I like it. I like what I'm hearing. Appreciate it, bro. I'm excited. Oh, uh, me too. Okay, so I want to talk about, I want to talk about groups, bro, because there's a lot of fucking hip-hop groups, and this topic is a little bit, um, it's a little bit of like a slippery slope, because I really could do a whole entire separate study. I'm not going to, I don't want to, but I really could do this study completely separate and just do groups and score as groups because I really think it would be pretty interesting to see that some people or some groups would score a lot higher or a lot lower than some of their individuals might have. You know what I'm saying? But in my study, I want to know who is overall the best rapper or the best MC or whatever word you want to use it as. So in general, people in groups are going to have to be separated because I want there to be separation here. So first and foremost, in order for a group to qualify, at least 50% of its members have to qualify. So you got a group with four people. We need at least two of those people to qualify. Now, let's say that two do and two don't, okay? The two people that don't qualify, they're going to be ignored as far as being given scores, but they're not going to be ignored on those songs. So let's say that, for example, it's me, you, and Mike Beats in a group, and all three of us are on the song but I didn't make the study that somebody else is doing, okay? You and Mike Beats are the only ones that are gonna get scores, but my verse on those songs is gonna factor into what score that song gets. Oh, shit. You see what I'm saying? So if you got trash people on your fucking songs, even though those people might not have been included in my thing, they're still impacting your score. So wait. By being trash on your song. You know what I'm saying? Or, or or vice versa. If you're not that good and somebody murders your song and then it turns it into a great song, you're getting a great song because of somebody else. But hold up. All right. So you brought up Nelly earlier. So St. Lunatics. Okay. He's with the St. Lunatics. You're, the St. Lunatics are not all. Half of them are not making the cut. Okay. So you're disqualifying Nelly and... Like, you're disqualifying them from the whole thing? Well, first of all, what makes you say that half of them aren't going to make the cut because they're not good lyrically? Is that is that what you're saying? Like, they're is not that... going to. They let Murphy Lee in. I'm just saying. So now, okay, I, 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 I get what you're saying. I get the question you're asking. And now, let's say I, now I'm not that familiar with the St. Lunatics, haven't gotten up to any of those people yet, never really listened to their music, but I'm just throwing numbers out. Let's say there's four people in the group, Nelly's one of them, and the other three people don't make it, okay? Nelly is still going to count, but the St. Lunatics albums are not. Okay. So Nelly's music will count, and if Nelly has a collaboration album with another artist that does count, those will count. 
But okay. but the Saint Lunatics albums are not going to count because that as a group they didn't qualify. All right, I just thought about that. But all right, got it. No, nah, that's cool, bro. Uh, good question because I'm sure people are going to be wondering that now. If fifty percent of the group qualifies and fifty percent doesn't, the group is only going to count if the group existed before the individuals. So let's say, you know, a rapper that makes the cut decides later on to, to form a group with two or three other rappers um, that, that don't make the cut or whatever. That group is not going to make it even though 50% of the members, let's say Cannabis and one guy qualifies and the other two don't. That group is not going to count because they were formed after all the other people were out. If the group comes in first like Mob Deep or BDP or, you know, whoever like that, and then they branch off and they have solo careers and only 50% of the people make it, the group will still count. Okay. All right, so now getting into how I scored these, these scenarios, if individuals in the groups had their own verses or their own songs or even their own solo albums or whatever, each group member was judged individually by the songs that they're involved in, both in and out of the group. Okay. If the members of the group always just went back and forth in verses and all of them were on every song and they never had any solo careers or anything like that and there's no way to separate these guys or girls or whatever then they're judged as a group same scorings just it's going to be they're going to be covered as a group rather than have each individual have their own segment you know what i'm saying okay now Let's touch a little bit on the genres that are included in this, okay? Only hip-hop and rap artists are being considered for qualification, but hip-hop subgenres um, or subgenre albums by those hip-hop artists may be included. So, like, if you have a hip-hop artist that goes out and he makes... Um, this will, you'll, you'll understand this a little bit better when I when I go you know next into the album genres that are included um, but if you have a, a rapper you know like some people have done this like Common uh, Common recently made a, uh, an album called August Green with I believe like a piano player and somebody else um, you know it's hip hop he's rapping but it's also has sub genres what I don't remember what the sub genres for that specific album are but there's sub genres those will be included but you can't have a subgenre artist that does not have rap or hip hop as one of their genres to be considered. The album genres that I included, which means that if if your album falls under these categories, you're good to go as long as you're a hip hop artist. Rap, rap, hip hop, golden age hip hop, old school hip hop, old school rap. West Coast Hip Hop, East Coast Hip Hop, East Coast Rap, New Jack Swing, Jazz Rap, Rap Metal, Hardcore Hip Hop, Rap Rock, Country Rap, Alternative Hip Hop, Gangsta Rap, Dirty Rap, Political Hip Hop, Conscious Hip Hop, G-Funk, Southern Hip Hop, Pop Rap, 
experimental hip hop and mafioso rap. Okay. Now listen, if the ratio of genres for an album is two to one or higher in favor of genres not listed here, the album don't count. So if you have an album and the four genres that it is, is rap, neo soul, electronic dance, and alternative, not counting. You're outnumbered. The, the rap is outnumbered three to one by other genres that are not included in my study. Okay. Now, furthermore, regardless of the genre listed, an album has to have actual rapping on at least 50% of the songs for the album to count. So I don't care what the genres listed are, jazz rap or this or that. If, the, if you don't rap on at least half of that album, which um, Queen Latifah had had albums like this, and I believe Lauren Hill had albums like this, where there's three songs with rapping on them out of fifteen songs. It's not it's not counting, bro. How can I do that? How can I judge the other thirteen songs that don't have any rap in them? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, those are all the genres included, and that's what would either get you in or out of being included as far as albums are concerned. Okay. Now, you asked me this before. I told you I would touch on it later. I want to talk about LPs, EPs, posthumous albums, collaboration albums, compilation albums, live albums, soundtracks, and mixtapes. Okay? All studio LPs that fall into at least one of the genres or subgenres that I just listed will be included. EPs, okay. now, do you, do you know the difference between an EP and an LP and an EP? Uh, extended play <laughs> is one. Right, and, and the long plays is, is the other one. So yeah. the EPs, they'll count as official albums and the ratings that come with it. This is what I told you before. But the, you won't get that point for a classic album on an EP. Okay. So... Like I said earlier, when I talked about the total time, it's 25 minutes. This is an actual musical fact. This is, you know, you can look this up anywhere. Um, this is, you know, in terms of record companies need this to be black and white so they can determine, you know, what is what. Um, an LP has to be at least 25 minutes in total length or it doesn't qualify, not in my study, but in real life. It doesn't qualify as an album. So an EP is anything that's more than one song, but less than an album. Doesn't matter how many songs are on there. Your EP could have seven songs that are a minute and a half each, and it's an EP. And this is, again, I didn't make this up. This is, this is what it is. It's more about the total length is how things qualify as, you know, an EP or an LP or whatever like that. So that's, that's where I'm going to draw the line, 25 minutes. If it's not 25 minutes or more, don't have the opportunity to qualify for a classic album. Now, for group albums, it's going to depend on how many artists are involved in the album. So for example, if you have four people in a group, each artist being judged, let's say it's a group where each artist being judged individually. So each artist is 25% of that group, right? 
So he or she must be on 25% of the songs on the album for it to qualify for an album score for them. Okay. Okay. The songs on the album that they did are going to count in their overall song score no matter what. But they're not going to get an album score unless they were on a certain percentage of the song. So, for example, NWA. I believe either Ren or DOC is only on like one song on uh, on their first album, possibly even their second album. I, I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, he got a score for that song. It goes in his song score. But he doesn't get an album score on that album because the reason for this is because well what if he's only on one song and it's great then his album is a three times 3.3 he's gonna get a 9.9 in his album score because of one song you understand what i'm saying so again there had to be a line drawn somewhere so you gotta be on a percentage of music that you are in the group um songs will count no matter what but in order to get the album score so now now i want to point this out because this is where it gets tricky as far as the 25 minutes is concerned because now you're looking at certain songs that an artist was on so now you can't go by the 25 minutes anymore so furthermore if the amount of songs that the artist is on does not add up to at least five you can't get a classic album score okay so you know if you have a group with four members you make an album with 12 songs. That person would need to be on three songs to get the album score, right? But if they're on three songs and their album totals up to 2.3, they're going to get the 2.3 in their album score, but they're not going to get that extra point for a classic because there was less than five songs that they participated in. Gotcha. All right. So now posthumous albums, bro. This was another one. That was a bit of a tricky slope, um, and I'll, I'll use two good examples to try to explain why I did what I did. So now, posthumous albums is albums that came out after the artist was dead, just for anybody that doesn't know what that is. Um, okay, now, these are only going to be included if the artist himself actually worked on the album, or it will not hurt the artist's overall score if when he was alive he had at least one classic okay now the reason i'm saying this I'll, I'll i'll explain it better in a second the reason i'm saying this is because if you were alive and you made a classic album you clearly showed the ability to do something great you showed the ability to make a classic album um so i don't want something that's being made behind your back after you're gone taking away from your song score. So because you prove that you can make classic albums when you were alive, I I won't I won't take away from your score by something that somebody else did when you were gone and you weren't a part of it. Now, if you didn't have any classic albums when you were alive, which most people haven't, um then it's going to go more based on the way that the album was made. Did you have anything to do with it? Or was it, you know, if you came out in 1990 and you died in 1997 and then in 2006, people are taking verses that you never used from 1990 and putting them over beats, that shit is not going to count, bro. You're going to like now a perfect example is Tupac. Tupac's albums counted because 
Tupac made the very high majority of that material. Granted, he didn't make the beats and shit like that, but he made and laid down the very high majority of all that posthumous material before he was gone because he knew he was going to die and he wanted those albums to be put out after he was dead. Yeah. Those, those are counting. So now you have Biggie, who is the exact opposite of Tupac. Okay. Now... Biggie had two albums. I mean, I know the other one was released, you know, technically. I believe it was Life After Death was technically released. It was either directly before or directly after he died. Um, Like it was coming out right then when he got killed. So he obviously made that album. Um, I do know off the top of my head that Biggie did have a classic album. So in turn... The Born Again album is not counting for Biggie because I listened to it and it was a detriment to Biggie's overall score. Okay, so it, it, it is what it is. I, I wanted to make these things. I wanted to make everybody everything fair, bro. I wanted to cover everything. You know what I'm saying? Like everything has a formula and a black and white reason behind it to where people were or weren't or things were or weren't included and shit like that. Um... Now, soundtracks. Okay, soundtracks are going to be counted in the same fashion as group albums. So, what I mean by that is that in order for the soundtrack to count as an album for you, it's going to have to be primarily by a certain artist and not various artists. And, And the same thing as a group, the artist will have to have a certain percentage of the songs on that album for it to count as an album score. But a good example of that is like, say, you know, Method Man and Red Man, How High soundtrack or, um, you know, usually something where the rapper's in the movie and they usually do the soundtrack for the movie. That will probably, as long as you're on a certain percentage, that will count as an album score for you. Other soundtracks that are just various artists, none of those are going to count for any of those artists' album scores. They're just going to go into their songs. Those songs that are on those on those soundtracks will count. I will listen to them and they will count, but they're not going to be put on any albums. They're just going to be listed as other songs and they're going to count as their total you know, song scores as opposed to this soundtrack counting as an album. Okay. Um, the reason for that being, obviously, you know, bro, you know, somebody can have a trash song on an album that's littered with other amazing artists and then they get this crazy awesome fucking album score over an album that they didn't make um so that's that um like anything else the soundtrack if the soundtrack genre is more than two to one rate in in favor of genres not listed it doesn't count so you know whatever poetic justice uh 187 countless soundtracks it has to be it can't be more than two to one in favor against the genres not listed, or it's just not going to count at all. Same as okay. same as albums that are not, you know, in that uh, fashion. Um, mixtapes, okay. Mixtapes will not count towards album or song scores if they have any previously used beats on them. Okay. They will, however, count for the artist's overall lyrical score. Okay, if a mixtape is 100% original, 
and it's called a mixtape as a technicality because of something to do with the record label or lack thereof or whatever way you want to put it, that's going to be counted as an album with all scores being applicable. But if you're just throwing out, you know, your freestyles over other people's beats and it's a mixtape, that's not going to count for anything except the words that you're saying. Um, on to collaborative albums. Collaborative albums will be included with all things being applicable if more than 50% of the artists have made the cut. So... You know, whoever, KRS-One does an album with uh, Buckshot, which he did. KRS-One and Buckshot both made the cut. That album counts for both of them. Okay. Um, then you have other artists who do collaboration albums with, like, their friends as kind of like whatever you want to call it, bro, a favor or, you know, putting their boy on or whatever. That person doesn't make the cut. That album doesn't count. Now, if it's a scenario like me, you, and Mike Beats, what we were talking about before, and we decide to make a collaborative album, you're going to need two of those three people to make it. You know what I'm saying? If two of the three don't, it's not going to count. Um, compilation, live albums, those two won't count for anything because you, you, you can't just, you know, you can't make a fucking greatest hits album, bro, and I'm going to count that as your album score. You know what I'm saying? So the compilation albums are not going to count. You can't stack songs up over fucking 10 years and then release all of them and say, hey, look at this album. I mean, of course, bro, you know? <laughs> um, and live albums, you know, live albums is what it is, bro. I don't want any of these artist scores being hindered by, you know, poor sound setup in the fucking show or, you know, a microphone going wrong or, you know, a lot of times they're already performing songs that I've already scored and shit like that. So, I mean, for obvious reasons, the live albums aren't going to count. Gotcha. Um, album rankings, bro. Now, this is kind of goes back to what I was saying to you about the names of, like, the songs. Like, great, good, average, weak. These are just words that I'm just calling these just just to have you know something where if i say something you know a roundabout area of what i'm talking about so if an album gets a score of zero to 0 0.5 i'm calling that a weak album 0 0.6 to 1.0 is an average album 1.1 1 1.1 1 .1 to 1.5 is a good album 1.6 to 2.0 is a great album and 2.1 and up is a classic album um, I want to I wanna kind of ask your opinion on this, bro, because, and this is just for, you know, fucking shits and giggles just to talk. Um, this is, it's a little rough here what I did as far as the term classic, bro, because, again, we spoke about this before. My cousin would tell you that Country Grammar, to him, is a classic album. But he knows in this, in this thing that it's probably not going to get a great score, and he agrees with that. Um... How do you feel about this term classic, bro? Because I could tell you me personally, it, bro, I see constantly on the internet people just calling shit classics. And I'm like, bro, how? 
How? How is this album a fucking classic? Why? Because you were fucking some bitch? You had sex the first time for in your life when you were listening to it, and now every time you put that album song, these that album on, these memories come rushing back to you. This is, oh, this is a classic album, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to me, well, yeah, that's a lot of people's classic is what they're reminiscing about. Yeah, bro. And and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I just don't know if I really agree with and this this might just be being, you know, nitpicking and getting caught up in word on words, but I, I just don't know if I if I agree that that should be what constitutes a classic album is just your you know, well, I was that was the first time I had sex, bro, you know? I mean Yeah, I mean it's really a generic term at the end of the day. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Uh I mean here, as far as as far as this is concerned, bro, I'm going with anything that was technically and mathematically better than a great album. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's what's going I mean, on I here. I know what you're calling it in this instance. But I'm saying I know how other people use the term. I know, and it's it, it, it's it's a little bit slippery, bro. Because I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna sit here and say so and so had no classic albums, and somebody's gonna fucking roast me for that shit, bro. They're yeah. gonna be like, "What the fuck are you crazy?" You know, but I I, I gotta base it on something, bro. Yep. So I say that to say that you know. I'm not knocking anybody's, you know, likes or personal opinions or terms that they use. I'm just trying to be clear, bro. I want everybody to be clear on what I'm doing, how it's being scored, what I'm saying, why I'm giving you the numbers that I'm giving you. Like I said, feel free at any point today or, or during another podcast to ask any, any questions you have. Um, but that's that's basically the gist of you know what I wanted to cover today is really just getting into the technicality of everything, bro. The numbers behind everything, uh, and enough for nothing, bro. But I, I'm happy that that you got to be on this opening episode with me for a, a number of reasons, bro. Uh, you know, obviously, me and you have been friends for a long time. Our our friendship. Uh, you know, somewhat originated around making music to a certain extent and is, you know, partially a reason why we've, you know, stayed in touch and, and had shit in common uh, and related to each other and all that type of shit. But on top of that, bro, I I respect your opinion as a person in general because of your honesty. So I respect your opinion as a person, but I also respect your opinion on hip-hop because... A lot of people, bro, have really poor opinions, and I hate to say this, bro, but a lot of people just have really, they have really poor knowledge and poor opinions of hip hop. Um, they go off emotion too much. Yeah, man, and and again, there's nothing wrong with having a favorite. There's nothing wrong with with liking things that are not that are not technically great, but people just a lot of people just seem incapable of separating what is you know, technically good from what they like. Um, and I'm, you know, like I said, I'm trying to include every aspect of what is objectively and technically 
good or bad or whatever the case is. Hey, um, I appreciate that. I'm always only going to give my honest opinion. I'm always going to say real shit. Um, I don't got no reason to bullshit. And uh, I appreciate you having me on the first episode, brother. Nick Balls! And that is that is it right there. That is why we are good friends. That is why we make music together. Um, that's why you're my boy. You, you, you always keep it real. Um, yes, sir. Uh, I, I believe I've covered pretty much everything, bro. This shit is deep. This shit is a lot. This shit is super deep. It's super complicated. It's super mathematical. Um, and it's a lot of fucking, it's a lot of work, but it's been crazy, bro. It's been crazy. Some people have been a pleasure to listen to. Some people have really been an extreme headache. Um, you know, that those two things have nothing to do with my scores that people got. Um, but just, I mean, bro, some people were just seriously fucking rough to listen to. <laughs> you know? so. I can think of a few in my head, honestly. Now, I want to I wanna talk about one more quick thing before we get off. And the reason I want to talk about this is because as this goes along and as this starts to, like, you know, pick up steam and, and pick up listeners and stuff like that, I want people to be able to have um, a layout a little bit, if you will, of what goes on here. So, um, I'm going to be doing, on average, two artists a week. I'm going to be starting, like I said, in chronological order. Now, there may be a time where there's a group with three people in it where I do all three of those guys or whatever the case is like that, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be doing you know, nine, eight or nine people that were scored individually in the same week or anything like that. Um, so it's it's going to be pretty much two or three artists every week. Um, also, just want to let everybody know that everything that we covered here today, all the rules, all the formulas, all that type of stuff, all of this stuff can be found in writing on Facebook at Tale of the Tapes. Go to Facebook, type in Tale of the Tapes. You'll find everything that we covered here today. Um, that will also have updates with who's going to be on the next episode, who's going to be covered, you know, kind of a schedule type of thing. Um, and like I said, photos of all this stuff in writing. So it's a little bit easier to digest. So, all right, man. I mean, I think that's pretty much it. I think I covered everything. Um... I look forward to having you on another podcast at whatever time, whether you're on fucking all of them or two of them is cool with me. Um, that's it, bro. We rolling. We're going to keep this rolling. This is like a, a five year thing going on right here. And uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be very informative and it's going to fucking raise hell, son. Hell yeah. It's going to raise hell. Alright, so thanks again for yes, being sir. on, my dude. Pleasure having you. Uh, hope to have you again. Yes, sir. Congrats on the baby. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. You know I do. For sure, son. And um, I will talk to you soon, bro. Enjoy your Saturday night. Nick Balls. Nick. Tale of the Tapes. We gone. Tale of the Tapes. Might as well. Better off.